Hi, Hi John. <laughs> Hi guys, how are you? Welcome to. No, you don't ever do the I... intro. No, this is broken. I, it's I'm not Welcome restarting because we don't have the time. But no, 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 no. Welcome to Bible Slash Chat, Gus. Hello. Hi, John. How are you? I have a question. For Never you. do the intro again. It breaks everything. I'm right, very good. I'm very good at the. What's What's your question for me today? I have a question that someone asked. I don't know who it was. Um, about common grace. Yeah. So we know what common grace is. Okay. Maybe you can explain that a little bit. But the question is, if God does have common grace in humanity, right? Then why do people suffer? Yeah, I, I think in particular in Israel. Right yeah, now. totally. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Uh, so um, those two are actually different questions. So we're going to split the questions apart. We're going to deal with the first one and the second one. What is common grace? I'm glad. That you, I'm glad you are telling me how to ask the question. <laughs> no, no. It's. I mean, the question was asked as one question, but we want to split them apart for the listener. Okay. Sure. Who will remain nameless? Yeah. But three guesses. Who do you think it is? James. Yes, exactly. We love James. Okay, so here's the here's the way we would think through this. Um, common grace is that God has a favor, uh, unmerited favor. We don't deserve God's grace. An unmerited favor that exists for everyone. It is yeah. common to every person on the planet. What do you mean by that? Well, God gives us things in creation that are gracious. He is gracious to his creation. And we can think, uh, the Bible specifically talks about this in Matthew chapter 5. It says he sends the rain on the just yeah. and on the unjust. He causes crops to grow. He, he gives food. So we see the common grace of God in the giving of food even. Uh, he gives common grace to us in areas like our, our immune systems, right? I mean, people, for the most part, we have these functioning immune systems that are incredible. Yeah. I, I, being in India, you, you walk through a slum and you see that God has given amazing common grace to people on the earth, just in their immune system. So all those things are common graces that God pours out on us. And that, that's just a couple. There are many, many of those, uh, even just like relationships and emotions and all those things. Common grace all over the earth. So God is actually caring for people that don't know him. Uh, he's the one who makes uh, crops to grow and, and food to be provided. So he's caring for these people who don't know him. Not only do they not know him, they don't worship him. And they actually hate him. They rebel mm -hmm. against him. Even we, we were just talking about Israel and the Hamas fighters. Uh, the guys who are going into Israel from Hamas are, have, are been, have been the, the recipients of common grace. And the Jews are, are the recipients of common grace. Neither of them know God. None of them are believers. And yet they're just recipients of God's grace. And they're fighting over territory. Yeah. Uh, so you have situations where God's grace is poured out uh, all, really on everyone in the world. The second question is, why then do people suffer? <clears throat> Suffering and common grace don't go together, right? We can't stick those two things together. God's common grace is everywhere, but that doesn't mean that God is like infinitely gracious yeah. to everybody. Suffering exists in the world ultimately because of the fall, right? Yeah. Uh, Adam and Eve, mostly Adam, actually all Adam. Adam ate the fruit, right? So he sinned. He ate the fruit that he was commanded not to eat. And when he ate it, sort of like one giant pane glass window, he cracked it and the whole thing broke. Yeah. And so our world is a broken world that's filled with suffering. That suffering comes to us in different forms. It can come to us in sickness. It can come to us yeah. in relational, emotional sorrow. It can come to us in the form of uh, greed and violence, like what we're watching in the news. So suffering happens all over the world. The Hamas fighters and the Jewish fighters are both... Uh, are, are both recipients of God's common grace, and yet both of them are suffering in different ways. And so we say, well, there's suffering in the world, and that's true, and that suffering is real, and it exists. That doesn't negate God's common grace. In fact, just the opposite. 
suffering should be far greater than it is for those who don't know God. Mm. Um, in fact, in the book of Ecclesiastes, it says he, it's his grace or his patience that keeps anyone alive at any yeah. moment yeah. because what we deserve is instantaneous judgment the first time we willfully sin against him. So again, uh, don't want to put those two things together. Suffering exists because of the, the, the fallenness of the world. Common grace exists because God is gracious to the world mm. at the same time. So the, we don't want to stick those two things together. So then what do you say to an unbeliever, which is kind of the follow-up question that was asked? What do you say to an unbeliever uh, about God's common grace and about their suffering? And our answer would be, you you are alive right now. Yeah. And the fact that you're alive right now is a miracle because God, you, you, are, a, you are a fully functioning, self-reproducing machine that walks around on its own. Uh, that you consume things like a hamburger and your body runs on that. That should blow your mind. Yeah. I mean, we don't have, if anyone made a machine like that, they would win the Nobel Prize yeah. instantly. So here you have a, a machine that works so well, like incredibly well, self-replicating, self-healing machine. All of this stuff that's happening in your body, God's common grace is poured out on you all over the place. And yet God also has suffering in the world because sin has come into the world. And instead of rebelling against God because you've suffered, realize that you are also a sinner and you've sinned and fallen short of God's glory and the grace that he's poured out on you at this moment. So that person needs to hear that they've sinned, not because of their suffering, not necessarily that their suffering is a one-to-one -one correlation with their sin, but that they've also sinned and fallen short of mm -hmm. God's glory. And they're part of that world system that creates suffering. And so we want to appeal to them to look to Christ and to the cross for salvation. Wow. Yeah. That's very helpful. You know, I think that it, it's so easy for us to think, to try, again, like we were talking in the other video, to try to defend God. Yeah. Totally. And just be like, well, I mean, everyone suffers. And just to not even do justice to the importance uh, of God's common grace and the fact that He allows people to draw breath. And with that yeah. same breath, they're cutting. Cursing, cursing him, yeah. him and they're and they're um, sinning constantly yeah. Yeah. and the fact that they're alive and even if they live 50 years and they're like oh, they're so young yeah uh, they live 50 years too long yeah you know cursing god's name which yeah. is incredible which is just god's grace and yeah. kindness to them yeah. yeah which is which again shows his care for humanity right he yeah, loves incredible. his enemies incredible. he does good to those who, who are evil to him and that that we are to reflect that right we're supposed to reflect that heart that god has for even yeah. his enemies yeah yeah. Well, I hope that's helpful for you on that topic. Uh, that's a tough one, uh, but I uh, hope that's yeah. helpful for you. If you have any questions, you can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much.